When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Chevalier Mortgage. You can call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578 or visit dnvrmortgage.com where you can get signed up for a free consultation and to discuss all of your options as well as get free DNVR merch. Check it out today. I'm sure you've heard about the great mortgage rates out there right now, but Mike and Virginia are not your typical mortgage company. Yes, they do have the phenomenal rates, but what makes them different is that Mike is a certified financial planner and looks at so much more than just rate when designing your home loan. Plus, they're a small family-owned company just like us here at DNVR, so you'll always feel like a person and not a number. Again, head on over to dnvrmortgage.com and check them out today. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. I'm your host, Ruto. Join Joined by Blaze Hunter, and most of you will probably recognize the man sitting next to me, <laughs> Jesse Montano, longtime host of the podcast back in the BSN days. Jesse, yeah. thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. I was uh, saying earlier on Twitter, I I was excited to get the invite, so yeah. no, I appreciate it. Yeah, sometimes AJ's slacking on the job, yeah. and we need somebody to fill in. Classic. Classic. I know, right? <laughs> you were at the game, yeah. so you got to witness whatever that was in person. Yeah. Was, yeah. It, was it fun, at least? <laughs> <laughs> um... I mean, everything around it was fun, you know, being there with people and, you know, smiling faces and all that stuff again. Um, There was a couple moments. Jack Johnson was one of the highlights of my night, since I didn't think I'd say ever. Uh, No, I mean, it it was more just frustrating stuff, man. Like, you're watching them, and you know they're better than that. You know that that's not what they're capable of, and it's just it's annoying more than anything else. Annoying and frustrating are the, the <laughs> words of the night, I think, unfortunately, yeah. for the Avs. But, um, look, you can't put yourself in a 2-0 hole to start the game, right? No, it, that was brutal. That first period was just, I mean, dog shit, yeah. really. Well, and I, I honestly don't even know the best way to describe. Like, like flat is the, is the only word that I can really come up with. They're just not sharp. They're not connecting on stuff that, you know, you normally see those passes tape to tape. Hard on sticks, hard on pucks, and there, there, there's just something that they're not doing. There's like yeah. I, I can't put my finger on it, and like that's great analysis, right? <laughs> um, but like there is just something that they've had in the, the past. There's just a jump that's missing from their game, and they've been missing it all year. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. mean it really they got exposed tonight in that first period. Yeah, and like that's a horrible giveaway from comfort. And again, it's just, it's stuff like that where it's like you know you're in a bad spot. What are you doing? Throwing that I'm, pass? Let alone the pass. How did you get there in the <laughs> right, first place? Right, right. Like, what happened? Like, you're playing that bumper spot. The puck gets kicked out to you. You're supposed to one-touch that somewhere. And, and yeah, no, that's a great point. How, before before the pass even goes wrong, how did you get in that situation? Yeah. <laughs> I saw we got a couple of Super Chats before the show went live. I don't think we can get access to those, but we appreciate you nonetheless. Thank you very much. If if our producer figures it out, we'll we'll get him on there. But <laughs> in any case, we'll get back to that if we can. Uh, look, you, you mentioned the comfort pass. Ex- we can expand this to. You can't expect to win a game if you go negative one on the power play, yeah. right? Like, well, and, and that's the other thing that that. I mean, I don't want to say oh, I'm not talking about it enough. The power play has been horrible, like straight unacceptable. Yep. To start this season. Uh, was, it, was it the first power play of the night where they didn't even get the Five zone? entries in a row yeah. that just bodied, yeah. And, 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 you know, Vegas is very good at, you know, eating pucks, getting sticks in lanes and, and, you know, stuff like that. So 
give a little bit of credit to Vegas for that, but with with the ten players that you've got across PP one and PP two, you should never there should never be an instance where you're being stonewalled it's the blue that line bad. that many times. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean it's pretty brutal watching too because you know what's happening right now. Like the tape's out there on the apps. Yes. Yeah. And they keep doing the same play and basically other teams have figured out what they're gonna do. They had and a, they're they're planning for it. They had a real I think it was tonight, they had a real nice entry with McCarr carrying it down the wall and feeding McKinnon, who did come late, but he brought that speed kind of as like the tr- the trailing man to the net. And they gave it one look. It, it went really well. They got a really good chance, really good shot, or I don't know if it actually went on net. Really great scoring opportunity. Didn't see them attempt it once more throughout yeah. the game. And it's just stuff like that where it just feels like this team is missing. Going back to was it fun, the one thing I actually did find fun tonight, the same thing I found fun a couple nights ago, I thought Kemper was great. Yep. Yep. I, I thought he was really good. Rough yeah. start for him, but he bounced back, I thought, phenomenally. Dude, that, In fact, we have Darcy Kemper as our king of the game for the night. Yeah. Uh, yes, the two goals went in. Maybe you'd like to see one of those saved, but he gave the Avs a chance to win. He did not relinquish another goal. Yeah. You give up two goals in a hockey game, and you – as a goaltender, you feel like you should get a point yeah. out of it at yeah, least, yeah, right? Sure. Especially like, behind this team. Yeah. Like, like those are the kinds of performances Darcy Kemper's been putting on for the last couple of years, and he's expected that, like, he has to be that guy. Yeah. It, as great as it is, and that's why they went out and got him and spent what they did on him, but he shouldn't have to play like that every night for this team <laughs> to be in a game, and th- that's definitely disappointing that there's already been a couple games this season where it's like, go get the dude some help, put some pucks in the net, on the other side, not to jump too far ahead, but like I, you know, it, you know, it will come. It will. Like yeah. this team yeah. is too yeah. good; they're it's, too talented for it not to. Yeah. But n- don't. We're not having a five alarm fire no, here no, no, or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not a lack Calm of down, talent. Chat. Yeah, it's Calm a lack down. of execution right now. Yeah. That's yeah. going on. And and seriously, like like this is one of those things where if you are gonna, because every team is gonna go through a stretch like this. Few things to remember. You're still less than 10 games in. They're not so far behind the APL. I think we were talking the other day, yeah. just, you know, not on a pod, but like, yeah, if you start getting to two and eight, that's yeah, you're, when it's a problem. Right, that's yeah. when it's a problem and you're having to like make up serious ground. But right now, if you can work through these kind of right now, well, you still don't have your full lineup. You're still missing your top pairing D. Um, yep. and, and Val Nachushkin, who has proven this year, he's very valuable. So it's, it's fine. But like, you, but it you, needs you, to be better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you start need to get it, you. You need to start getting better sooner rather than later. Yep, yep. That's a really good way to put it. So, <laughs> so we do have the super chat back up. All right, we found a su- at least one of them. Shout out to uh, vaguely sober. He resent it twice. All right, oh, wow. um, and Sasha just reset his, and I, I'll tell him I put right. him up for him. We appreciate the super chats very much. Please help can't figure this team out. <laughs> DNBR rules. Thank you, Sasha. Uh, if you can figure them out, I think the Avs would love to hire you because I'm not sure they know what's going on <laughs> either right about now. Yeah, we'll get to Bo in a minute because oh, he was fun yes. tonight yep. for sure. Definitely in the fun column. Yep. Um, before we do get to that, though, I, I do want to uh, look at the defense a little bit. Yeah. Look, they're without... Sam Gerrard, they're without Devontae's. They're shorthanded. Uh, the way the game played out, uh, let's save Jack Johnson's situation for a minute, but the the short version of it is the Avs essentially played the entire third period with four defensemen. Yeah. yeah. Because Jared Bednar said, I cannot play Curtis McDermott. Yeah. Nope. I can't do it. I, I, if you're the Avalanche, however they make that decision, you just can't put that guy in the lineup again, can you? So it's really hard because you look at him and, and you say, drop that dude in, in you know the best beer league you can find, and he's, <laughs> he's nasty, right? But, but he just, when they traded for him, I didn't know a ton about him. I knew the name. You know, you can, you can pull up his elite prospects, whatever. But when we first saw him at camp, again, Rudo, I think you and I were sitting yeah. each other, I said, this guy can't get around the ice yeah. at yep. this level. And you're glad that Jared Bednar is recognizing that. But again, I don't know what you do with this guy. He, he just, he, he, he doesn't have the legs to play yep. with a team and, like this. Well, and yeah. he's the first goal tonight, right? It's like, well, he blocked the shot. And, you know, maybe it was a tough bounce. He couldn't get to the rebound. Right. But he's the exact type of player, especially with the performances he's had so far yeah. this year, 
that that's just a cherry on top of the pile of garbage, right? right? right. Like, well, I think they were looking at it as this is going to be a very physical game. We're going to put in a big and, boy, and right? Jack Johnson's the dude yeah. who fought somebody. So, so, like, so yeah, what are we yeah. doing? That's what I was going to say. Here, here is the problem. Like, now look, I, and I think we're all kind of in an agreement that I, I'm not big on like the fighting just for the sake of fighting. Right. I think situational fighting still has a place in hockey, standing up for teammates, you know, stuff like that. But like. At least also, I thought Patrick Bordalo was a terrible fighter, but a few years ago, that, at least he did it. He took runs at guys, and he, he dropped the gloves and stuff. Made things happen. Right, yeah. right. My understanding is that's what Curtis McDermott was brought in here to do, kind of play that Ryan Reeves role when you really focus on them. They're really not that impactful <laughs> in the game, but they've got the fear factor. They can, they can hit guys. They can fight guys. I, I, it feels like there's no. Fear. I didn't see right, any. Right. I didn't see any of that. Tonight. Well, and, and I don't. And I. And, and again, I feel bad saying this. Because you know that he's a very good hockey yeah. player as it is, but like I just don't know who in the NHL is intimidated that guy when you watch him trying to get right. around the right. ring. Yeah, it's the opposite. Teams are licking their chops right. when Matthew right. steps on the ice. And like. and, and who's gonna, who's going to fight that guy and put their team down? <laughs> right. I don't remember who it was. It was one on one of the Road to the Winter Classic few years ago. One of my favorite chirps I've ever heard. He told him he said, "If you had any impact on the game, I would fight yeah. you." I don't remember who it was. <laughs> and like that's how other teams have to feel with Curtis McDermott. Yeah. Like. Why are you going to put your team down for five minutes and the Avs get to have Curtis McDermott sit in the box for five minutes? <laughs> so I'm just I'm struggling to see the upside to him. I, you want to? He's a big body. He's, he's a big dude. But you want to? <laughs> yeah, well, like, yeah. Uh, I, I I don't know though. It's 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 tough. And and like you said, I think Bednar kind of recognized it. I can't put yeah, this guy uh, back out there. He, yeah. His first shift of the game, he, a puck bounces off him and it's in yep. the net. Yeah. And you're as a coach, you're like. I can't do this. I cannot commit to this. There's a couple plays I've seen him make where it's like, as an NHL defenseman of, of any type, playing with your your stick that much and not right. doing anything to, you know, he, he, I don't know if I've ever seen an NHL defenseman with his head buried as much as, as McDermott's <laughs> has been. No, no play, you know, no play stick to stick, not stepping into anybody, you know, the old cliche, play the body. The dude's a yeah. monster. But he's, he's out of position. Like right. He's like this. Seriously. He's out of position and he can't get back into position. Right. right. And like the big concern there with everybody is like, don't play McDonald. Right. That was the other person that could have been in there. He moves quickly he, yeah, he's a good on the ice, right? Yeah. He's a good skater. So who would you rather live with? Right. Well, and, and the thing is, like, it's like, all right, you can get by maybe playing him five, six minutes a night, but then you get into a situation where, oh, Jack Johnson got a game misconduct. <laughs> right. And now you have to run your four defensemen into the yeah. ground for an entire right. period. Right. So, yeah, you, you've got to be in a pretty comfortable spot in a game to be giving Curtis McDermott regular shifts yeah. in, the, in the third period. And, you know, watching, so when they, they first trade, traded for him, I always laugh when you hear the people say, oh, well, this guy can play it forward, too. But, like, I'm watching him. It's like, do you play him at forward? <laughs> I, like, he doesn't seem to have much defensive prowess. It's just that he's a big body. Well, and he's not even, like, eating pucks out there. He's yeah. not getting in lanes. He's yeah, not using his reach. It's and it's tough. like, it's tough. I, I just can't find his upside right now with this, with this group. And to your point, Blaze, I, I just don't. I don't see why you put that guy in the lineup over Curtis McDermott yeah. if Jack Johnson's going to be the guy that ends up dropping the gloves as it is. Right. Yeah. It, it's really it's really a tough sell to me. We can get into this a little bit more, but we are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery. I got myself a Breck Locker right here. Check them out at the bar. Eight different kinds on tap. Or, of course, you can find them at a local liquor store near you. Check them out, Breck Beer Locator online. Find their good company, Hard Seltzer, as well. Uh, absolutely delicious. I don't know, Jesse. Have you had a chance to try any of it? Or uh... oh yeah, uh, I actually uh, I went to my uh, girlfriend's parents' house for dinner the other night, and she opens the fridge. I got some beer in there. There's strawberry sky in there. Ooh. I was like, <laughs> perfect. They're everywhere good, now. Good. Yeah. It, it, feels, <laughs> it feels like they're at least in the states. I know. Yeah. I know in Canada it can be hard to get, but they're working on it. All right. They're working on it. We'll get there. <laughs> also brought to you all by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. Amazing odds boost every single week. If you sign up with code DNVR, you get an amazing deal. Right now, bet $5 on any NFL game. You pick the winner correctly, you get 200 bucks in free bets. So sign up, new account, use DNVR, pick an easy one. Go like pick whoever's playing the Dolphins, and you're good to go. Uh, <laughs> 
get yourself $200 to play with on DraftKings. Have a bunch of fun. You can bet on ridiculous stuff top to bottom, or you can bet on smart stuff and win a ton of money. Whatever you want to do, check them out. You must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Must be 21 or older. Did I already say that? I don't know. DraftKings <laughs> is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. While you're at it, be sure to come on down. We got a watch party coming Thursday for the next Avs game. St. Louis away. Oh, should be fun. Look, I, I I know tonight wasn't the greatest game for the Avs, but I'm expecting a response against St. Louis. So yeah. I'm just saying come out and, and, and enjoy the game at the bar. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't have a gambling problem. I do have an Avs problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, and they're getting St. Louis on Thursday, who, as it looks like, as of today, might be down a couple guys. And, mm-hmm. and St. Louis Some has been players. just feasting on teams in that same situation yeah. to start the season. Yep. Um, so maybe get a chance to yeah get a little bit of juice back, go in there and, and you know beat up on a division team. Yeah, hopefully. especially a little hopefully. revenge, hopefully yeah. as well. Yep, from an AFS team that was Way just dismantled, missing everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we do have a couple super chats. I saw if we want to get to those, at least one super chat. Can we just trade Kermit for a bag of pucks and a chicken nuggy meal? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. See, like that's the part. Like, like you do, you feel bad for the, the guy because, like, you know, he's having all these same thoughts. Like, you yeah. know, he's oh, he's yeah. driving home right now. Like, that wasn't good. Yeah. Like, that wasn't fun. Yeah. Well, then, it, but like you had you. That's not NHL defense. That's just not. exact. That's exactly the way I put it. You put him on the ice. Unless there's someone who plays in the NHL or played in the NHL in this chat right now, Curtis McDermott will dunk on everybody. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. But he's not NHL caliber. Yep. <laughs> it, it's it was it was Hunter Miska last year. Yep. When he got put in that game, I don't remember who it was that he got smoked, and people were all frustrated with him. But like you stepping, you go, that's not that guy's fault. He's an <laughs> AHL goalie. Right. Exactly. And, and that's that's. That's damn good. It's the but that abs, is not NHL it's the abs caliber. That put him in the spot in the right. NHL yeah. that he clearly isn't capable he, of living up to. Not like. an NHL goalie shouldn't have been in an NHL game. It's <laughs> the same thing with McDermott. At least for these first, you know, four or five games that he's played, it's like that does not look like an NHL player to me. <laughs> no doubt about I, it. I'm I'm not you know one that's like oh play any young guy over any veteran. You know I, I think you should play. You should be in your lineup. I think Bednar kind of showed tonight. I don't know if this guy should be in our yeah. lineup. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'd rather play with four than this guy continue being lined up. If we're lineup. up to Bednar, I don't think he's playing again. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. put it that way. Yeah, uh, um, I don't imagine he would get much waiver interest either if they tried to sign yeah, him. To I think he'd clear. I yeah. think he would clear. Yeah, uh, Blaze. Let's talk about something positive. Maybe I'm not <laughs> sure how positive this will actually be. Kale McCarr, the Avs' only goal scorer of the night. How do you grade him? How do you grade Kale McCarr's night? I mean, I'd, I'd grade him as a solid B+. Plus. All right. Yeah. I think he so did decent. really well. I Look, that top uh, D pairing, wow. Can we just get three lines should of that, we, please? Should we, should we just have the fun conversation and say, Kale and Bo forever together? Well, yes. <laughs> the, the step, at least to start this season, for Bo and Byram has been so Ooh. significant. Yeah. We're like, you, you watched him last year, and he looked like a kid who was trying to make the transition. He looked a little intimidated out there, a little overwhelmed. So I was expecting a more polished version of that. Still a little tentative. Don't want to make, I mean, dude, he, I mean, he's out there laughing in Chernak's face <laughs> yeah. a couple nights that ago. That was great. Like he, he's playing with yep. confidence and that, that play he has at the blue line tonight, he walks the blue line, throws a couple. I mean, he looked like Kale McCarr yep. and created up. something out of it. And, and I just, I didn't think we would get to that being the pair this quickly at game six of the right, season. right, right. So I, I was talking about this last year because that D, the, the D core for the Abs has become a, a massive X factor when fully healthy. Yep, yep. that's a matchup nightmare for yeah. other teams because you can roll out a, a third, you know, a third forward group, third line forward group. That okay, let's say you're on the road, other teams going to match that. Well, you throw Kale McCarr and Bowen Byram out there, and you have the two most offensively gifted players on the ice. <laughs> like it's 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 a cheat code for line matching. Yeah. Especially if this step from Bo is for real. Oh, if this continues, it's looking like your, it, I your mean, top four now becomes a legitimate Bowen Byram next to Kale McCarr, <laughs> then Devon Taves next to Sam Gerrard. Yep. 
and three of those names could have very realistically been in the Norris yeah. conversation last year. Absolutely. It's, an, it's unreal. It's legitimately unreal how, how good that defense could be. Especially if Jack Johnson keeps playing like this. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jack Johnson has been good. What? He, honestly, not only has he been, like, passable, I, he's, like, stood out positively for yeah. me on most nights. I love it, too, because everyone just doubted it. And yeah. he's come out and shown from day, like, game one. Yeah. Game yep. one of the preseason, he stood out like, yep. whoa, he looked good. Yep. And, again, tonight, he, you know, he gets a lick in on Colasar, who Avs fans don't like. And then who was it that came after him? Uh, Nick Waugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he beats up Nick Waugh. Like, <laughs> dude, he got some punches yeah, in. Yeah, he got an night. uppercut and then one Ooh, right in the ear. Yeah. Um, that stunned him. He kind of looked like he was a little shaky after yeah. that second punch there. Uh, thoughts on the five minute? Un-effing believable. <laughs> I should have hit the ref. I, I legitimately <laughs> cannot yeah. comprehend how the Department of Player Safety looks at the two hits Stamkos has made in the yep. last two games, and he gets nothing. And I get that the Department of Player Safety is different from the refs at the game, but it's irreconcilable that Jack Johnson can get thrown out of a game for that hit. Yeah. yeah. And they can do nothing about dudes getting their heads taken off. So I was talking uh, with, with a buddy of mine at the game about this, and he was saying, well, you know, you can't police, like, physicality too much in regards to Stamkos. I said, I'm not trying to. I said, I, I honestly, I don't have an issue if you don't do anything to Stamkos. I didn't think that Landis Gog's hit was even worthy of a two-minute penalty, it, no. in my honest opinion. I, I, I with you. I, I, it, was, it was a heavy hit. Yeah, it was, was Dak maybe in a, in a vulnerable position, sure, but... Sorry, gliding through the He's neutral zone. The puck. puck handling <laughs> on one knee does not mean that you are absolved from being hit. But so my whole thing is the consistency of it. I didn't think Landy should have even gotten a two-minute penalty. He not only got a two-minute penalty, but then got suspended for two games. Yeah. I don't see anything different between what Stamkos does to Gerard versus what happened to Landeskog or with Landeskog. No penalty, no suspension. Two nights later. Steven Samkos makes an awfully similar-looking hit to people compared it to Nazem Kadri, but go a step further and say Jack Johnson tonight. Very similar-looking. No discipline action, no penalty on the play. Jack Johnson's tossed from this game. I, I'm not saying take the physicality out, but if you're going to let Stamkos get away with it, Jack Johnson shouldn't have been kicked out of that game. Give him a two-minute interference, whatever. Fine. Right. I mean, yeah. if you open that up even further, look at what happened, what was that, last night with Ovi, where he hit... Yeah. He, he hit a guy fine. in the numbers well, in yep. the corner. You had, you had Nick Ritchie who crushed a dude yep. on his knee. So, yep. so do you, you want to know my other thought was uh, with the hit tonight, calling interference, how is that any different than, again, what happened to Sam Gerrard a few right. nights ago <laughs> in a race for a puck <laughs> where neither of them had possession of the puck. That play, in my opinion, should have been blown dead on account of the tie. At the, at the, at the hashes, yep. which yeah, is where that play is supposed agreed. to be determined. Yep. But, okay, let that go. Well, then why was that dude able to extend Gerard off? And that's not interference, but it's interference tonight. My issue is with the inconsistency. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I don't have an issue with any of them going unpenalized. My issue is the ones that you did penalize. I don't get how you arrive it, it, at that and let right. the other it's, stuff go. And that's exactly it, right? If you are consistent with it, the players will understand what they yep. can and cannot do, and they will <laughs> abide by that. But right now, the players are going into every hit like, am I going to get thrown out of this game? I yeah. have no idea. <laughs> like, so uh, the same buddy I was talking to had, had, had the best uh, conspiracy theory I've heard so far. It's not that they hate teams or players. He thinks it's market-based. Oh boy! Here we go. What, what markets aren't going to get outraged enough to to cause a huge stink? <laughs> Steven Stamkos just won back-to-back -back Stanley Cups. I'm not necessarily saying that's my theory, but I was like, maybe, maybe. <laughs> so it changes in relevance. You know what I mean? Like the Blackhawks might have a lot of people suspended the rest of this season. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And if the Avs win a cup, now they're going to get all, you know, and, and they're going to get the good I'm treatment being, I'm there. being yeah, tongue yeah, in cheek yeah, 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 what yeah. he said, but like, honestly, you do step back and like, look at it objectively. And it's like, what is the pattern here? Yeah. There isn't one. I think like, there isn't one. For you know what sure. I mean? Yeah. So, so, you know, and that's maybe a bad joke to make today, but you know, like seriously, if, if teams fall out of relevancy, are they now going to, 
be punished a little bit worse. You know I think what I mean? it's more player by player than anything else, right? Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I, and, and, and at the end of the day, I don't actually think there's any real no, conspiracy. Not one specific team or anything. But again, but. I, I just, I would, I would love to see what that conversation looks like when they look at those Steven Stamkos hits and why they say those are different. Because there has to at least be some level of conversation, you'd imagine, right? Well, and... And I think the hard part to reconcile, especially in the Avs fan base, is you look at the playoffs last year, and Vegas goes on the open mic and says, refs are calling too many penalties. Yep. Yeah. And suddenly the, there are less penalties get called, and it's like, what are we doing here? Yeah, they were like the least penalized team the rest, yeah, of, the, the yeah. rest right. of the games. Yeah. It's, I don't know, man. Like, like it, it, it is really weird. There was a whole thing that happened last year with the ref, and, and the part that made me laugh, uh, the, was it? Who was the ref that got? Uh, uh, it wasn't McCauley. Forced McCauley. to retire. It was, uh, it's not the Kelly other Sutherland. One. Was no, it? it wasn't. I forget um, his name. But, but the bad one. Right, right, right. Regardless, <laughs> you know, and, and the the best part about that was like that dude had a million things that he could have gotten canned for, and, and the one thing that he, he did is like, wait, which is what happens yeah. at every level of hockey from <laughs> yeah. the time you're this big. Oh, you get him a makeup call. Yeah. And and like Tim Peel, thank Tim, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah. And it's like that's the thing that ended up getting that dude tossed. And it's like I watch games every night. If you're going to toss a guy for that, saying that it's impacting the integrity of right. your game. <laughs> I, I, it's all optics, right? right it's right. all optics. And you thought they fixed it with the, with the review. We review five-minute nope. penalties. And so when they said they were going to review it, I was like, oh, okay, fair for them to give it at full but speed. But they'll take it back. Right, they'll take yeah. it back to a two. It happened yeah. the other night in a different game, and they didn't. <laughs> it's like it's nightmarish. It is legitimately nightmarish. The refing in the NHL right now, and I don't know. Other than saying, "Hey, be more consistent," I don't know how you fix it. I don't know how you fix this problem, barring cleaning house in like the Department of Player Safety and starting over. Like, well, all they need to do is is read. They they need to do what. They've done every year now with cross-checking and slashing and all stuff. They need to come out the beginning of the year and say, here's how we are redefining these rules and go really hard oh. on it in the preseason. Suspend guys for a preseason, you know, because who, who cares? Okay, yeah. but but stick with it. We, well, we that, saw right, 800 right. cross-checks in this game. <laughs> yeah, Not yeah, a yeah. single one got called. Like. Yeah. Um, the other thing, I talked about it on Twitter today, provide some transparency. Yep, if there's yeah. a hit that's questionable that if your group legitimately takes a look at, Cool. In the same way that you do videos explaining why someone was suspended, Explain put the out a video saying, yeah. hey, we reviewed this. This was a hit that, that garnered attention. This is why we don't see an issue yeah. with it. And you know the reason they don't do that is because they know there is a inconsistency. Whole lot of gray right, there. right. Yeah, in, yeah. in what they do. And I, I don't know. I just, th there's a there's a problem with the process. And, and I think that's where the breakdown comes I don't from. Know, I like that idea, though, is like, Talk through everything that's going on. I mean, the players themselves, right? Like, they read what's going on with the referee at the beginning sure. of the game. Yeah. And then they play off of that. And then that's what you see later on in the game is, like, what can I get away with versus what I can't get away with. Yep. So. Well, and, and you know the refs have conversations with them and the benches and sure. stuff, too. Yeah. And, and it's just it's tough because, and Rudo, even to your point a minute ago of the individual refing is different from player safety, there's even a disconnect between those two things. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Jack Johnson doesn't get anything supplemental for this, and he got a five-minute, Landy got two games, and it was a minor. Like, yeah, there's yeah. there's even a major breakdown between your officials and your department of player safety. I, like, I don't know. To me, those people should be pretty in, aligned in, in their thought process of what <laughs> is a penalty and what's not. I, the Department yeah. of Violent Gentlemen. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Seriously. Just, everyone, Av's dress code is now Violent Gentlemen shirts only. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> They'll never get another call against them the rest of the year. Uh, anyway, look, we got a new sponsor. I'm going to need a snooze mattress tonight to sleep after this yeah. nonsense. <laughs> because snooze mattress has you covered. They have the first four-in-one mattress. You can flip it. You can zip it, whether you want hard, soft, warm, cool. They got you covered. Whatever type of sleeper you are, check out Snooze Mattress today. They're super awesome. Snoozemattress.com. They will take care of you when it comes to your bed. And it's not like an insane $2,000 bed. 
like a, um, a sleep number or something crazy like that. It's actually a relatively affordable bed. It's great for you, and whether it's just yourself, you're sleeping with your girl or man, depending on whatever you are and whatever you're into. Works no matter what. Great for the guest room. If you want someone who wants to sleep a little bit of a specific way that comes over, they got you covered. Snooze mattress, super awesome. We love them over here. Go check them out. Then check out the Ball Corporation because you need to make them a little bit of extra cash. Got to put that money into DraftKings. I know how it goes, all right? <laughs> Ball is hiring right now for their golden plant. You can text jobs to 77222 or go to jobs.ball.com to sign up for an application right now today. You can get in there. They're a great company. They pay a living wage. They give you a bunch of opportunities for in- improvement, upscaling. What's the word when you're moving up in your job? Yeah. Promotion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, upscaling's fine. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that and I upscale all the growth. time. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah, word. Yeah. yeah. And that stuff, you go upward, not downward, all right? <laughs> also, maybe most importantly, if you have some holes in your resume, they will help you pay for classes to get whatever you need filled out so you have that complete resume and can move forward in whatever direction you want to go. So check them out today. They're super awesome. Jobs.ball.com, again, highly recommend. They're, they're, they're super dope. I don't know how else to really put that one to you. I, I don't know what a promotion is, all right? <laughs> I stand here. Uh, my promotion is I didn't have to put lipstick on today. Right? No jorts tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, check out Hassle Cattle Company, Bite Hawk in the building. If you want to see how good Hassle Cattle Company meat can look, <laughs> oh God, get that out of here. Oh my God. Get that out of here. Uh, Nighthawk's Instagram has got the Hassle Cattle Company meats looking fire. You can also come down to the bar, have the Wagyu burger. Everyone here loves it. I, I don't know how else. Like, I've tried to hype it up for months and months and months and months, and everyone comes down here is like, Rudo, you undersold it. I was like, nah. uh, what do I do? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you. It's super good. So come try it. You can get 10% off online with code DNVR10. When you order whatever meat you want from HassleCattleCompany.com, including steaks, they got sirloins, they got ribeyes, they got tomahawk steaks, you name it. They got you covered. If you order over $200, maybe get a group order going with a bunch of your friends. You get free shipping too. So great deals all the way around from them. Check them out third period of the dnvr avalanche podcast presented by draft kings sportsbook blaze let's talk about the forwards we've kind of beat around the bush of the problem of this hockey game for the abs in a, in a major way they scored one goal tonight and it came from a defenseman at the end of the night yeah let's uh i can break this down real real simple okay got to score more points that top line's <laughs> got to be that top line right like what are you paying those guys to do? Score goals. And right now, something's broken. I, so, and, 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 and this is a total, like, homer take here, but there is a level me. I've never seen the Avs play their top guys less in preseason. Right. And, like, there is just a small part of me. Kale McCarr in particular, because in my opinion, he's someone that's gotten better every game. Yep. His I first couple games were very not Kale McCarr-like. Bad. They were bad. And, and I'm someone that I don't like the preseason. I think it's too long. I think they do too much. But honestly, if you shorten that down and you can actually get your top guys into those games, this team, they, they look out of sync. Yeah. And I think you combine the fact that Nate McKinnon played two preseason games. Kale McCarr didn't play any. Uh, I think Landy and Miko each, two. Burakovsky. And never together. Right. No, yeah, none of them played together. And then McKinnon wasn't there to start the season. Then Landeskog was suspended. This team looks like they... Are, are getting started a little late just because, like I said, they look a step off, and I can't help but wonder, do they give themselves just a little bit more of a step head start if they have a little bit more game speed practice? I mean, the Canes only played, what, four preseason games? Yeah, yeah, They yeah, look yeah. pretty good coming yeah, out of the start, yeah. right? <laughs> um, but again... I'm a big fan of shorten that shit down to three yeah. games but and get most of your top guys in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, get them up to game speed. And again, total homer take. <laughs> They've just looked like shit. Like it's just me trying to find a reason for it. But um, one guy who I was bummed about tonight, who I actually thought had gotten off to a really good start, especially relative to the public perception, was Comfort. 
Yeah, I thought Comfer was off awful. To a great start. Comfer was awful. Terrible tonight. tonight. Yep. Yes. Terrible tonight. Compounded by that really bad turnover well, that it, led directly to look, a goal. He, he, and then he did it again yeah. in the third yes. period. And it, you yeah. just can't do that. I don't. I mean, watching the game tonight too, it's like the Avs look like they're trying to do too much with the puck. Yep. When they've got it on their stick, right? They're not going to the net. They're trying to make. They're looking for basically the perfect play mm-hmm. that's not existing. And what's happening is they're going from being in a shooting position in the slot to being in the it, corner guarded by two or it, three guys. It feels like a team that thinks they can score whenever they want, and then they walk away from games with one goal on the scoreboard. Yeah. Yeah. So Byram, actually, as good as he's been, he had a night or he had a, a moment like that tonight. Mm-hmm. He was coming off the left wall right in the middle of the circle, and and I <laughs> – I'm not a shoot it guy, but I seriously, I, I, you know, I said shoot. I think, I think <laughs> you're, you're, you're every 20 Avs feet off fan the crease. in existence yeah. at the start of this season is a shoot it person. And, and, <laughs> and he just drifted into the corner <laughs> and tried to th- thread one across. And it's like, put that puck to the net. Yeah. You got guys going to the net, get a puck yeah. there instead of trying to, like you said, hold it too long. Now you're out of position. You're no longer a threat and to shoot. Everyone knows where that puck's going. <laughs> I think as concerning for me as their lack of, willingness to pull the trigger when they do less than half of the shots they took were shots on goal gotta hit the net that there were a dozen plays where blaze and i are sitting here watching the game going by missing the net high and wide you have now cleared the puck for vegas uh mckinnon had one of those late yeah and and it's just i mean again you're not gonna hit the net with every shot but in that situation you can't you can't miss a net and, and, and break it out for the other no, team. Right. No, no, no. You know, going back to the point of being a shoot-it person, <laughs> <laughs> that's a, one of my biggest pet peeves going to a game is listening yeah, yeah, to oh, all yeah. these guys. Like, power play, right? Just guys yeah. screaming, shoot it, when it's not the time to shoot right. the puck. Tonight, D-Line was out here for the Nuggets pregame yeah. and heard me scream, shoot it, <laughs> yeah. and ask me, did I just say that? Yeah. Well, because there have been a couple times in, like, to start this season and even going back to the Vegas series where it's like you're in position to shoot the puck, shoot it. Yeah. You have you just made mention to like you hear people yell, shoot it, when it's not the time to shoot. This is the time to shoot. <laughs> yeah. You've got a lane. Yeah. And especially against a team like Vegas, shooting lanes are hard to come by. Yeah. You're in the high slot, and you skate to the corner and end up settling for a Ryan Murray slap shot from the right point. And <laughs> right. it's like, you fooled yourself on this one. <laughs> right, right, you, right. you took a significantly worse shot by doing this. And, yeah, it's just there, there's, there's things they're doing that are just uncharacteristic, and they do look like they are gripping the stick a little bit. I think yeah. they are for sure. I, yeah. I, th- I think had they won tonight, had they come back and won, that would have done huge things for them. But now they have to go into St. Louis, and, and it's another great opportunity for them to kind of snap out of it, have a good game. Put, you know, you're getting good goaltending. It wasn't yeah. great the first couple games. That's starting to figure itself out. Your, your, your defense is starting to come along. Kale McCarr's looking better. Byram's taking a step. Jack Johnson has been good. Eric Johnson still can't get a puck through from the blue line for like the 15th consecutive year, but he looks all right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Your forwards need to get going, and you need to start getting back to that crispness that the team it's, is used to. Here's the other positive part, right? A marathon winner never leads in mile one. You got to save that right. shit for the end. Right. Like it. And, like and it. so that is the other thing that I do think this team has a little bit of the mindset of. It's, it's the year after Tampa got swept. Hey, we don't have to be perfect every night, but by the time we get to the time here where this matters, this shit's got to be polished. So that's why it's not any panic now, but you need to start seeing those signs of, hey, we remember how to put this together. Yeah. And you got to be a little careful there, too, because you got, you know, then you start point chasing, right? Oh, like if they get too yeah. far behind yep, there, yep, yep. that's a big concern because then all those bad habits come out because you're so worried about the standings and where you're sitting. I mean, right now, not a big deal. Right. End of November. Huge deal. Well, even I would even say the second week in November, if you have significant distance between you and the team ahead of you, the parity in this league is just too real. I mean, you're having to make up significant stretches of hockey, stringing together four or five game win streaks regularly to make that up because teams just don't go on these long skids anymore. uh, American Thanksgiving. 
ninety yeah. percent of teams in the playoffs <laughs> at American Thanksgiving or yeah. at teams are teams in the playoff at the end of the year. Yep. So yeah, are we bringing up statistics? <laughs> uh, I got all the statistics you want, bud. Let's what's go. more, what's more effective, the Johnson and Johnson shot well, or the Johnson and Johnson line? Well, depends on what you're talking about. Avs <laughs> fans don't have a choice when it comes to the Johnson and Johnson line. P.S. Get vaccinated, uh, please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Look, St. Louis can have Jordan Bennington channel actual god goaltender for six months. But, uh, yeah, I was going to say it. And then become Matt Murray 2.0. <laughs> right. Um, Get paid and don't play hockey right, well right, anymore. Right, right, right. Um, him and Matt Duchesne, eh? Hey. Oh. Uh, but, but, you know, in all seriousness, the Avs have had a couple players that have flashed. Like I said, I liked JT Comfort earlier in this season. Yeah. I like that I'm not noticing Ranta because that means that he's not making these egregious mistakes, and that's what I expect from him, and I expect that's a player that by American Thanksgiving you should start noticing in a positive light. You have, you have all the pieces. You have what you need. It's just about my, getting it to mesh together. My problem with Ranta is – your depth scoring can't be JT Comfort end of list. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Look, you you uh you have to understand a line of Jost, Helm, and O'Connor. It's just not going to produce very much. It's, I love Logan O'Connor he, though. He's oh great at gosh. what he does, but you live with a world where they're not going to score very many points. Oh no no no. Yeah. So if you're then stuck with a line of Comfort, Ranta. And Kout or Maltsev or yeah. whoever they want to put on that line, other yeah. line, and that line's not producing either. This is how you lose games two one when your top line doesn't show up. Right, right. And and the top line needs to start being more consistent. They need to start um, chipping in with more regularity. They thought they were going to get going after the other night, didn't come through tonight. Um, I personally think, especially with what you're talking about, swap Jost with Comfort there. If you know they kind of be your black hole offense line, anyways, might as well get you know Team Tryhard out there and and you know <laughs> have those dudes go out and, and you know win races to pucks and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and and try to get that offense going a little bit with with uh, Jost playing with Ranta when Nachushkin comes back. Um, I think I didn't think that Nachushkin would feel this important as yeah. a loss to the Avs forward core. But here we are. It, it just, it's, it's that kind of mixed with the, like you're feeling Brandon Sod's absence right yeah, now. Absolutely. And, and I don't think you would be if you have your full forward core, but one guy gets hurt. And I think the, I think the talent is there within the organization, Bowers, uh, New Hook, like, you do have the guys that you hope are replacing that and who even cares about Brandon Saad at some point but later this year. But there, Right, yeah. but but that's why it was kind of the most disheartening that I think that Newhook went back right away is because you, you have a chance for the depth, in my opinion, to not only be there but to actually be better than it was last year and more skilled than in it was last run, year. For sure, right. yeah. But – it's just a matter of you need it to get there and you need everyone to kind of take that step. Maybe not the step that Bowen Byram is taking. Um, Cause I think that's a bit unrealistic. If you get that, you're dunking. <laughs> right, right. But like you, you do need to start seeing Ranta. Okay, cool. You've survived, survive your first dozen games without doing anything dumb. You know, Curtis McDermott. And, and, and once you can get to that, now you need to start taking positive steps. Alex Newhook, you had a great playoff. You got sent down. You need to win your way back in. And you need to earn that ice time. And again, I actually think the depth is better this year yeah. if you start maximizing on those guys. But my one concern is the lack of play they're getting, because you're the, talking the about lack of what play. You're oh, oh, yeah. You're talking about four, five, six guys if you want to count McDermott that are playing six, seven minutes a night. Right. And that it puts so much of a strain on the rest of the lineup that you start to wonder if this is sustainable. And and it's hard, right? Because in a perfect world, the Avs get up three nothing, and then you right. can play those lines right. more and right. more right. and more. But which I think is supposed to be like the theory with this caliber team, right? Yeah. Like we can get Sampo Ranta in the lineup because we trust that our team is good enough that we'll have the breathing room to get this guy some looks and get him comfortable and get him feeling good. 
and they just haven't played well enough yeah. to do any of that. Yeah, I would like to see Newhook come back up. I, I mean, I, I watched him last Friday night at the Eagles, and he looks out of place there. Yeah. yeah. He, he is did just last year. heads and tails better than everyone out there. Yeah. So. And, and, and to me, that was why his, his path moved so quickly coming out of college last year was because He's he's pretty clearly a step ahead of the AHL. Yeah. And and this is this has been the Avs issue with prospects going back to uh 17 18. Tyson Jost I actually think is someone that his path kind of got messed up by oops we're actually better than we thought. Yeah. But we're not yeah. so good that we're dedicating heavy minutes. We're having to make sure that these guys are being sheltered because our big guys are need to be out there carrying a lot of this you know, water, um, and and that's just been the issue is can you afford to dedicate heavy minutes to these guys, and that's where your top guys need to start being better because the better your top guys are, the more ice time you can get your guys down the lineup, the more ice time you get your guys down the lineup, the more effective they are, and, it's, yeah. it, you know, it's all kind of it, harmonious. But It all starts with the stars, right? Yep. Uh, we got a couple super chats here I saw I know we can get to. Um, Better shots fired on Dutchie than on <laughs> Met. <laughs> uh, I assume that means net and unfortunately somewhat accurate. Uh, Duchesne scored a goal tonight and our depth didn't. Well, if Duchesne was in our depth, the Avs would probably be a lot happier with what Duchesne I, did I was going to say, you know where Matt Duchesne would be perfect right now? The Avs third line. Yep. <laughs> that would, that's perfect. Uh, Good to see Jesse back for a pod. Bo with Kale's great pairing. Do you put Taze back with Makar when he returns? No. No. Bo and Makar are together forever now. Yeah. Unseparable. <laughs> the chemistry there is just and, unreal. And look, the part of that is you know Taze and Gerard work together. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. That's a super easy drop and set and forget. Yeah. And, and now you just have a nasty top four. Yeah. Like, that's a ridiculous top four that's, if Bo actually continues down yeah, this. For sure. That's some EA. Seriously. Be a GM level stuff right <laughs> there. Seriously, like. <laughs> and, yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. <laughs> that's four guys that are all, like, so defensively sound but so offensively it's gifted. And, and one hockey defense. Seriously, <laughs> it's just crazy, dude. Um but yeah, so so th- there is a level list that I do think they'll get to. I'm not panicked at all. I'm not worried, yeah. especially because you are starting to see it come together kind of from the back out. Um, Kemper has looked really good, I think, in three straight outings. Yeah. Um, like I said, Kale McCarr is getting better, and he's definitely going to be the heartbeat of that defense, kind of the way Nathan McKinnon is for the forward group. If he's going, I think everyone's going to kind of follow suit. You just got to get that top line going, and I think everyone's going to fall into place, and I I do. I think by Thanksgiving we'll be like, ah, remember how worried we were? <laughs> LOL. Well, I think I hate to use a, a cliche from the Joe Sacco era, but ooh, you got to start the game on time. Yeah. If the Avs started the first period the way they started the third period, this game is they're not in a 2 0 hole and trying right, to dig absolutely. themselves out. So it starts there. And secondly, when you look at the composition of this team, you have a certain expectation that you're going to get out of McKinnon, yep. Rantanen, Landeskog. And you need to get that on the power play. Full stop. The power play cannot continue like this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It cannot continue like this, and you'll be all right. Strict, literally, the power play is the difference in this game for the Avalanche. They lost a 2-1 game where they didn't score on the power play and gave up a shorthanded goal. Yep. So. Yeah. Yeah. As good as Kemper was, you can't expect him to stop everything yeah. on every night. And you also yeah. can't ask him to put pucks in the net. Like, you've got to do some – your forwards have to pick up some of that slack. Um, you're lucky that you have the benefit of such offensively gifted defensemen that they can chip in. Yep. Um, but but your, your top guys just have to be better. And again, this is like I think the fifth time I've said it. But once they start going, everything falls. Everything's going right to come now. with it. Yep. The power the power play definitely needs some new looks. Yeah. They yeah. got to go back and retool it a little bit. I mean, it's fine that you have the one that you're set on, but you've got to give the other team some different looks so they're not going. Okay, we know what's going to happen right now. And again, they they had 
a, a zone entry that I can think of in particular. That was great. It was, yeah. it was and again, I'm not saying run that down every time because then you're doing the exact same thing. But right. mix stuff like that in more often. You know they mess with that stuff at practice at morning skates. Mix in a different zone entry just to make teams think a little bit. Yeah, Got a respect. Well, you saw right. you saw it last yeah. year, right? Like uh, PP one. I think it was Makar faked like he was going back to McKinnon, yep. faked it back. Got the guy to bite on it and then took off. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And it just it opened up the offensive zone. And, and you do that once and suddenly people can't bite anymore. Yeah. 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 Uh, one last super chat here, really quick. Blaze. Thoughts on Kadri and Berkey on the second line? Nah, they're missing Nuke right now. <laughs> I mean, they they were pretty silent out there tonight. I, I have not minded Kadri. I think he's been solid beyond the problem that's plaguing the entire avalanche where they just decide they don't want to shoot the puck. <laughs> um, and Berkey is a weird one for me. He he spent a lot of this game being entirely invisible, but also he ripped one off the post. If that puck is one inch lower, no one is talking shit about Berkey tonight. Yeah. So, and and that's, he, he's got the Phil Kessel shtick, right? Yeah. You live with the lumps because he can get you an easy goal. The puck lands on his stick in the middle of the ice and it's if he hits the net, it's going in eighty percent of the time. A lot of the time, like he has legitimately one of the best releases in the NHL. Oh, yeah. Like it is up there with the elite, elite guys. His issue is he's not he doesn't shoot it, and he spends <laughs> too much of the game. That's a perfect way to put it, Rudo. Too much of the game looking invisible. Yep. And and he is just too talented, too skilled of a player. To, to have that happen that often. Yeah. Agreed. It, if, you, if he wants to be a bona fide second liner, which I think he is, yeah. yep. he's got to do what he's good at. Do you, do you do what Bednar has done a couple times over the last few years? Drop Landy down and play Burakovsky with McKinnon and Rantanen? And, and just trying to, to spark one of those four guys? Landy playing with Kadri, you know, Burakovsky playing up with, with a couple of the big guns. Like, can I get something out of it? Then maybe you switch right back halfway through I, the game, but it's can you it, get someone to put a puck in the net? It's hard to sell that right now because we're one game removed from the top line scoring three yeah, goals yeah, yeah, in a yeah, hockey yeah, yeah, game. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I hear you. At, at a certain point, you have to get dudes going, right? Yeah. Yeah. You got to do something to make it start churning goals. And... Tonight was the opposite of that. They didn't get anything going. So, <laughs> I don't know. Final thoughts, boys? Uh, final thoughts for me? From a coach's perspective, stop with the backhand to the middle of the ice, please, <laughs> Avalanche. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. <laughs> uh, no, you know, I, nothing really. Again, these first few games I'm kind of looking at as – Get out of the gates, get your feet under you, get it figured out. That way, by American Thanksgiving, you're hitting your stride and and you're good. Yep. All right, Jesse, thank you so much for coming on, filling yeah, in for awesome. AJ for yep. us. We Thanks appreciate it a yeah. ton. Good to have you back. Uh, we will be back tomorrow with our regular 1:30 show. Hope we to see you all there. Other than that, we'll be back Thursday at the bar. Please come down. Come say hi to, to the DNVR crew hanging out. Should be a fun one against St. Louis. Looking forward to it. Yep. Um, yeah, we'll see you all there. Until next time, I guess the Nuggets are in a spot. I don't know. Talk to you all later. <laughs>